It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. It's episode number 514. It is me, Richie T, and it is Brother Kyle. It is an Articles me. of News episode. That's right. Still alive. He's with us for one more show. Here's what I've thought about. And, and uh, well, one actually, more let me, show. you're going to frighten people. Let, let me do a little show business, uh, business of the show, probably more appropriately named. And then I want to get into that. Uh, first of all, uh, there is now a third tier on Patreon that has been opened up. We renamed some of them. So now there is the celestial tier, the terrestrial tier, and the telestial tier on Patreon. Uh, telestial, five bucks terrestrial 10 bucks and the celestial tier is 25 dollars a month now i know what you're thinking you're thinking what is he crazy is he crazy thinking that someone is going to do 25 dollars a month well there are only five uh places for you to be a celestial tier supporter of the cultural hall and guess what opened it yesterday one of them's gone so yeah somebody would now, what's going to happen is if you end up being a celestial supporter of the cultural hall uh, at the end, when we say, and we'll be saving a seat for you, if Brother Kyle, you were a celestial tier supporter of the patro- of the cultural hall, uh, we would say, we'll be saving a seat for you, Brother Kyle, on the back row of the cultural hall. So uh, potentially we could add those five names. Now, if, say, you wanted to promote your business, Brother Kyle, we could say, we'll be saving a seat for you at Brother Kyle. On the back row. We'll be saving a seat for you. www.brotherkyle.com on the back row. Five opportunities to do it. One of them's already gone. And you'll find out who that is as we wrap out this episode. That's number one. Number two, if you are a Patreon saint of the Cultural Hall, you know now that there is over 300 archived episodes that were a huge pain in the butt to get to previously. I'm not kidding. They were so hard to get to. Now they're all available in an RSS feed, as simple as just pulling up your regular episodes of the Culture Hall and going one after another after another. If you want to be a lifer, that is someone who's listened to every numbered episode of the Culture Hall, you need to do that. You need to get that easier access. If you're just a convert, you're coming to the Cultural Hall, you know, maybe this is your first episode. Man, it's disappointing that this is your first episode, but you can uh, you can work on your way to become a lifer. That's uh, patreon.com forward slash the Cultural Hall. So that's kind of cool. Uh, also, I want to give props to a couple of previous guests. If you guys didn't listen to the Tomb of Joseph Smith episode that we put out last week, super cool. Did they find his tomb in Nauvoo? Not where he was going to be, or not where he was actually laid, but where he was going to be laid. Did they find it? Do we have it? Do you know? Have you listened? And also um, a shout out to uh, Tara Teaspoon, who was our Monday episode this week. Uh, What a cool woman who was just willing to be super vulnerable uh, with everything that she talked about. So if you haven't checked out those episodes, you definitely should. Now, Brother Kyle... uh, Everyone, whenever they see that you're going to be on the show, they go, oh, is this where we find out? Is this the news? And people can see uh, your latest uh, funness uh, for the graphic for this episode. It's Brother Kyle and his license plate for his uh, for his car. That's for the, the Pontiac yeah. Fiero. Yeah. Custom plates in. Thank you, uh, correctional facility workers. At 11 cents an hour, you did a heck of a job. And what does it say? It says new order. And that is that is that because you're you're making a new purchase on life? Is that is that a it's, mantra? Actually it will have it will play into a story coming up. But no, it is new order, the band, not the new world order that's taking over, you know, the world and, and putting microchips in your head. Oh, okay. It's okay. it's a band from the eighties so, and nineties and today. <laughs> is it also a radio station playing the hits of the eighties and nineties and today? <laughs> It is not. Uh, so I, so I, when I have thought about being like, hey, Brother Kyle, would you like to do some you know, news? Would you like to do an Articles of News episode? I have to tell you, uh, I'm trying to treat you like I would treat anyone, but I have guilt that didn't exist before. Why the guilt? Well, because like I know you love doing this, and I know that you you know it's an opportunity for you and I, who are friends, to be able to connect and everything like that. But like 
I I feel this like um, amped up energy or like this guilt where I've got to make it really good because if this ends up being one of your last hours, I'm going to feel terrible that we just came and we're like, what do you want to talk about? I'm not really sure like that I didn't pay respect to your time. So I have wasted an hour of my precious life. Yes, because because an hour in ALS time is like uh, a month and a half. Right. Or something like that. Right. And I don't want to be insensitive to that. I know that you are insensitive. So I just want to caution you that we are careful around things like that. But. But uh, and, and I don't we've talked about it before. I, I don't have ALS. It's been confirmed now by several doctors and tests that it, that is not what I have. But all that to say, you know, the clock is ticking on each of us. You know, we don't know when our last breath will be taken, but for yeah. some reason with the kind of scare of recent, when I've thought, oh, I could get Brother Kyle to do it, I think, is this what he wants to do? Like if next week he <laughs> finds out that the diagnosis was incorrect or that it's something else, you know, even more terrible or devastating, is this what he wants to be doing? But Yes. I, but yeah, exactly. Sure. That That's what I've sort of thought. I'm like, listen, he's a grown person who, if he doesn't want to do it, he would tell me not to. I know that he finds great joy and that you love being able to connect with their, you know, there's a lot of people fasting and praying for you. I've been reached out and forward those uh, messages, contact at the cultural hall.com and those that have come in in social to you saying, you know, hey, brother Kyle, thinking about you, praying for you, fasting for you, all that stuff. And, and I've received those. Uh, Amanda, uh, Rob, you forwarded messages from just recently here. Uh, and, and don't think that it is not appreciated. It 100% is. And I, I love it. It really helps bolster me. And, and so this last week, um, last, what is today's? Uh, yeah. Anyway, last week I was having like a terrible day, panic attacks, everything, you know, what's going on? We're getting anywhere you know, more doctors and, and nothing happening. So um, I get a call out of the blue from Janae Manite, mm-hmm. And she's like, and she'd been bugging me for weeks now. She's like, let my husband give you a blessing. He's good. He, he's, he's just good at it. In the blessing departments. I mean, there is no better than brother Janae Manite. I I guess so. And, and so I'm like, that's very nice. Sure. That would be great. But, and, and just kind of put it off. Mm-hmm. And finally she's like, he really wants to. So I'm like, okay, come on out. And they did. They came on out uh, last Sunday afternoon. So they came out, gave me a blessing. And Janae, of course, Janae Knight being smart, wrote it all down and I have it all. I'm not going to read it. Here. Sure, sure. Um, maybe sometime if somebody wants to, you know, maybe if I feel it's appropriate, but we, we don't need to hear it all. But but did that for me. So I, I have seen now eight different doctors and I've had 12 doctor visits, I think, or 11. Jeez. Jeez. Um, yeah, so different people. So finally, my, so the last one said, I, what I think it is a mechanical issue, it's a certain nerve with, that has a name longer than more letters in the alphabet you can't find. Uh, and I can't pronounce it, especially right now. And a bone and these things, he says, I think these are having an effect on it. We might do a this special MRI where we watch you talk while this, we watch this nerve and on and on. So he said, let's see how it goes. That's one of my thoughts. And so my plus one where she works, the owner, her boss, who is a, a very bright guy said, I know about that thing. Let me do some research into it. I didn't know that she told him this. And so he last week goes um, like on Monday says, I, I think I might be able to do something with this. I know about this. Give me a shot at this, at, at doing this release on this nerve, on this muscle in your head, in your neck. Uh, it's right. I'm pointing to it. The Patreon things can see it's behind your jaw, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I go to the office and he's like, totally experimental. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt at all. But let's try this. See if you can get any relief. If we find anything from it, let's see what it does. So I'm like, sure. So it, what they do there is this, it's like uh, releases uh, to help with pain. Um, so I lay down on the table, um, you know, it turns out, you know, the lights are dim they, and he, uh, he burns some candles. He, he, he does. Well, it's he, not a candle. He but has it's this soft thing that, jazz playing in the background. Oh, well, see, that's that's another funny thing. Usually they have like spa music playing there mm-hmm. that my plus one puts on because it's supposed to be very relaxing while you do this. Right. 
Well, somebody who had put on, uh, oh gosh, who did she say? It was like Leonard Skinner or something earlier, and she was <laughs> furious. Mm-hmm. So she goes and, and changes it, right? She goes and changes the, uh, the music to something, or she has somebody change it at the front desk. So, um, so she changes it, and as they change it, as I lay down on the table, and he says, all right, I'm going to start um, doing these releases on you. I don't know if you can hear that right now. Oh, yeah. And they have put on, they put on Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Which I don't mind. Sure. I think Fleetwood Mac, right? Yes. So, so they start playing this along, and uh, he says, hey, I'm going to I'm going to touch this muscle here, and what I need, she's grooving to it. I need it to relax, and I'm, I'm going to touch this. I'm going to move your jaw and your head, and I need you to just trust me and completely relax on this because uh, that's how I'm going to release this, this nerve, this muscle. So it got completely quiet, uh-huh. and this <laughs> comes on right here, right here. I swear to you, it went quiet in that line. It's loud. And so he does this. And I'm... And so we get through a few Fleetwood Mac songs. He sits me up. Maybe I'll keep that playing. And he says, try and say some of these difficult words now. And I said, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just talking normal. Pick a little talk a little, pick a little talk a little, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. I'm talking normal, like that. It was a miracle. Wait, 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 wait a minute. All right, now I know something's up. This is Brother Kyle saying it was a miracle. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, was, was it was it the blessing guiding me there? I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there. That's so it. So anyway, it it helped considerably. Um, I'm going back in about two hours. I have to keep doing it for several weeks uh-huh. um, to get this work. But we think we found what the problem is. That makes me so happy. Seriously, that make that. I mean, that makes me so happy to know lots of things. One, uh, it makes me happy to know that like some relief. Um, some, some healing, some treatments, uh, all, all of that. That's one level. Two, Fleetwood Mac had a part to do with this. Um, three, that you were able to, to, you know, receive a priesthood blessing and that Janae was insistent. We'll call it insistent enough to say, Hey, you know what? This needs to happen. Um, that now, you know, it sounds to me like, like, uh, like a little belief in miracles, Kyle. I don't know. Maybe coincidence. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, go with that. <laughs> and and you know, and the funny thing about that is you know that there's that scenario where, pure and simple, Kyle, this is, you know, a, a God-led miracle, right? Like the timing and the coordination and the, you know, that it's your significant other's person and that he knows and that, you know, this and the, like it, it is a miracle. It is a healing. It, it's a strange chain of events. I will grant you that. And the, and the fact that it was like, you know, I, I know Kyle's not complete this miracle. Mm-hmm. So let's time this song so that this line comes in right here. I swear to you, I was laying there and it was surreal, like a movie, like a movie from a moment that this was timed so perfectly. And I kid you not, that's exactly how it went. Hmm. Well, if you ask me, I think that you need to take a quick moment and tell him, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Et cetera. Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little. <laughs> uh, well, well, I, uh, I am, I am grateful to hear that. I am excited to hear that. Um, if you want to have the doctors uh, teach me how to do this treatment, I would love to put on some candles and a little Fleetwood Mac and maybe <laughs> just decent. And take a hold of my jaw. Yeah, just take a quick hold of your jaw. Yeah. 
Well, well, here's the, the second part to it. The great thing, my anxiety and stress over the past month now. I can't even imagine. Has been, yeah, I'm already an anxious guy and have trouble with that. Been so bad. I have, I've now have muscle fasciculation, muscle twitches, shoulders, arms, chest, upper body, 24 seven, mm. like popping all the time. And the great thing is that's actually muscle working. And so uh, it actually drains your body of energy. I have to eat all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I wake up famished because my muscles are working all the time. This would be great if I was trying to lose weight, but I'm not right now. Mm-hmm. And I need to relax and I need to rest and I cannot. One other thing that I wanted to pick up about this is, you know, you have been a clean eater for what, 20 years, 30 years? Yeah, probably. I, I was thinking about that. And, and I wonder if this idea of like a terminal diagnosis, if you've, if you've ever had the thought of like, well, forget that. It is meat-based products and <laughs> dairy now for the rest of my life. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter now. I did think that, but, and I also thought, you know, maybe now I'll just, you know, I don't have to work out. I can watch, you know, 90 day fiance, uh, all day long and, uh, ridiculousness reruns. But I, I thought, you know, at least for the, the run that I had the 51 years, uh, I felt really good in that time. So I, I'm glad I had no regrets about eating that way, but, um, I would have probably kept doing the same thing. I mean, after I was diagnosed when they said, yeah, you're going to die, I went out for a run two days later, like a long run. I'm like, why am I doing this? It's just (laughs) because it's what I do. You know, I want to feel good for the time I got. Uh, And you got a big race coming up too, right? You and Janae Manite are participating in something coming up. She is not participating. She'll be there as one of the supporters. Okay. Um, So we will post on there. They're going to have live postings of me in Ironman St. George. Cool. My plus one Janae Manite will be there. They will, Commentate. So now, we'll, we'll stop real quick. Your pl- your plus one comma, Janamanite. The way that you said that made yeah. that sound. I just want to be very clear. Yes. Two different people. Yep. Two different people uh, that know each other very well. My uh, my boy will be there. So you'll see all these people, and they will be showing me uh, in extreme pain and mm-hmm. agony, and in a very bad mood uh, several <laughs> times throughout the day. Uh-huh. So if you want to see that, yeah. Make sure that you're following us on all social medias at The Cultural Hall. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of anything that I could share that would even uh, be of interest as far as all that goes. I'm this this weekend. I'm working a ton. Uh, the open wedding season has gone into play and I am uh, I'm purchasing a New York Mets hat this weekend. I have you're purchasing uh, a hat. Yeah. A New York Mets hat. Why? Well, you've seen the movie City Slickers, right? Yeah. With Billy yeah. Crystal. And he wears a New York Mets hat in that movie. Well, I don't know that I've mentioned this here in the Cultural Hall yet, uh, but in the coming months, uh, I'm going to be going on a cattle drive, uh, and it's Sleep Under the Stars <laughs> cattle drive, and so i got to get myself a New York Mets hat and a pair of leather deerskin gloves so that I can hold up one finger and talk about it's the one thing. Well, what is it? Oh, I can't tell you. you got to figure it out for yourself. It's the one thing. Oh, I love it. I'm jealous of that. Yeah, yeah. I've wanted to do it for forever. Uh, my mother-in-law caught wind of it. She used to train horses, and she said, you want to do this? Wow. And I said, yeah, let's do it. So for a week in Colorado, we're... Chasing cattles or doggies, as uh, I'm learning <laughs> the lingo. <laughs> We're going to chase doggies across the plains and uh, and sleep under the stars and rope My and ride. Gosh. Yep. Oh, have you ever ridden a horse before? Uh, a long time ago. This is a funny story. Uh, there was a girl when I went to college. There was this girl who had a really big crush on me whom I was not interested in at all. And she found out that I liked horseback riding and in an effort to impress me said, hey, there's someone that I know that would like to to take the two of us out riding. And I was like, oh, "Oh, man, I don't want to lead you on, but it is also horseback riding. (laughs) So we went and had a good time. When I was growing up, my mom took us horseback riding several times, like Bear Lake and back when in the Salt Lake Valley, when Draper used to be a place that you could ride horses. Uh, we would go there. Some of some of that stuff. Not anything really intense. Not anything near what I'm about to do. 
Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, be ready. Yeah. Yep. You better be. Maybe you should. You there? There's a a creme that mm-hmm. cyclists use called chamois cream. Mm-hmm. I've that got. You I, might want to get. I'm a fan of Body Glide, which I think is a similar thing. You would know it that. It is similar. Yeah. 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 Comes yeah. in like a deodorant form, and my wife, whenever I'm putting it on, goes, "Why are you putting deodorant there?" Well, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Got to get my new New York Mets hat this weekend. Got and when is that? It's in June. Okay. So I'll be gone for a week on on a cattle drive. I'm I'm what's the what's the line in the song? From the young girls' hearts, just like news. I don't know all the words. I got to learn the words of that song too. But I know but I know the words too. Bum 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 bonanza. Bum 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 bum. So I'm I'm half ready. You're part way there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to be able to walk. Is what I know about this trip. That's true. Um, as someone who is familiar with horses and horseback riding, you will have trouble with that. Um, and uh, I was just going to ask you something pertinent to it. Oh, do you have a nickname yet? You'll need a nickname. Uh, like. Like what? Like for me or for the horse? For you. For me. Your horse will have a name of, of course. A horse of a course. Horse. Of course, of course. Uh, stupid. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Uh, this is where the bits come from, everybody. Here comes Brother Kyle <laughs> and Richie. As we, that's the wonderful Mister uh, Ed. Um, yeah. I. I mean, I don't know. Like immediately go to some sort of like ginger derivative, right? Well, somebody there will probably give it to you. Yeah. I you know, I I've heard though I don't know I've heard it's like uh, are you watching the TV show Yellowstone? I'm not. Oh okay. They, in that show they brand people who work on the ranch like the people <laughs> not the horses. So I'm okay. pretty I'm pretty sure that's what I've signed up for. We'll see. We'll see how that oh, goes. Good. Yeah. But <laughs> let's take a break and when we come back we'll do actual articles of news. Hey, this is Dan the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. Friends, I know a lot of you guys and girls are working from home. So here's some tips for making sure your computer is ready for working at home, because if your computer fails, it's going to be really hard to get it fixed because of dwindling supply and parts. But we have parts right now, and we have a limited supply of new computers available for you. Make sure your computer is healthy and virus and malware free. Hackers are trying to infect people and stealing their information during these challenging times. We'll scan the health of your computer for viruses and malware, plus scan your hard drive, memory, and components to make sure you don't have any failing parts. You want to make sure you have strong antivirus and malware protection software as well. Just get into any PC laptops and we'll check your hardware and your software and scan your computer for viruses for absolutely free. Just go to PCLaptops.com. At PC Laptops, we've been serving you for over 28 years and we've got your back during these times of need. We're all in this together. So just go to PCLaptops.com and we'll get you taken care of. A busy full summer from Best DJ in Utah. Go to bestdjinutah.com. Why, that is me, Richie T, and I would love to be able to play music at your upcoming wedding, or maybe you're having a company party, or maybe you're thinking already for the holiday party. Whatever it is that's on your schedule, you should get the number one highest rated DJ for the state of Utah. Now, I know you're thinking, I don't even live in Utah, Richie. Would you ever do an event in Washington State? Oh, I've already done that before. Would you ever do an event in California? Been there too. How about Louisiana? Uh Uh-huh. Texas? Yes. Point is, uh, you know, you, you throw shekels my way. I'll come to wherever you're at. We could even combine it and make it an episode of the Cultural Hall. Mind blown. If you are in need of a DJ at all or someone in your family's get married, would like to be able to talk to me, I would love to be able to talk to them. It's bestdjinutah.com. Imagine running a small business today. It's challenging. Imaging and internet presence is an absolute must. Even with that, you're still a small star in a bright cyber universe. Now, imagine you have someone who understands how to get your site designed for your talents and then easily searched by potential clients. Imagine Lennon Design. Whether it's strictly a website or a whole package of logo creation, advertising media, and promotional materials, Lennon Design is your partner in business. They'll test the boundaries of their imagination to create something unique for you. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com. 
Time for the second half of Articles of News, wherein we do actual Articles of News. Hit it, Peter. You can't lose Articles of News. And away we go. You know that I love lists, Brother Kyle. I want to start with this list. Uh, I hate lists like this. Are you ready for this? This is from LDS Living that says five things that you didn't know about the presidency of the 70. And whenever I hear things like this, I always like to say, the, adi- uh, the additional line of, and number four will shock you. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so, I hope so. Is number four going to shock me? Well, or kill you. That's the other one that I like when they do. So that you oh, have yeah. to read, you know, if there's five, it's a number four, you know, later number in the thing. will have you questioning your fate. So here are the five things. And you can find all the links at theculturalhall.com. Number one, the presidency of the 70 makes recommendation on calling new general authority 70s. So the presidency picks other 70s. Is that something that we didn't know? That seems like something we would assume. I I thought we knew that. Okay. Number two, they travel widely on the weekends. Again, I feel like that's something where we know that, you know. They're in authority. They travel around a bunch. Okay. Number three, the presidency meets weekly. Okay. Okay. So again, this this is five things that that you didn't know about the presidency of the 70. Number four, they hold a weekly meeting for all general authority 70s. Again, I feel like, you know, we are a church of many meetings. Why is that surprising? Uh, Number five, I only didn't know because I didn't think about it. But President Ballard, Elders Cook, Christofferson, Anderson, Rasband, Gong, and Suarez all also served in the presidency of the 70 before they were called to be a 12 apostle. So, oh, if I didn't know that, yeah. it could kill me. Well, yeah, yeah. Yes. See? See, brother Kyle? I just, I, I thought that was sort of a, I don't know, not silly, like, okay, great. But none of those are things that I didn't know if I would have stopped and thought for two seconds. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, what have you got? Uh, Chad and Lori Daybell, who we've talked about here many times, yeah, a re- lot. Yeah, resetting real quick. Uh, he, His wife uh, died under some suspicious circumstances. Uh, her husband was uh, killed by her brother, and then she... And that is she, Lori, and Chad. They went to Hawaii where they got married shortly after. And brother died that killed the ex-husband. Yes. And there was another ex-husband that had died. And children went missing. And unfortunately died. Uh, And so there is an investigation going because they haven't charged him with murder yet. There was a file in court documents yesterday um, to do DNA testing on blood found at Chad Gables and tools at his home. Mm. Um, it is being questioned right now by, of course, the defense, and they want samples of the blood first to test, but uh, that is the latest in that story. So they have found blood and tools that they think uh, are uh, part of this crime. Uh, we'll have to get Nate Eaton on in the future, but I know a lot in this case has sort of been drug out because of the pandemic, being able to get everybody together and be able to push it through courts. So... Uh, forthcoming, certainly. All right, so here's a story. This uh, this is a company that's called And Caller. Uh, you can find it online, andcaller.com. Maybe you've heard of this. It used to be called Wicca Sweat. Um, this is essentially the missionary who goes out and serves, and likely he has sweat like crazy, uh, or you know he finds himself just putting on that shirt that didn't quite get dry overnight and it's miserable so he gets home and he decides you know what i'm going to do a company he finds his his buddy and says hey jordan to his ben that's ben and jordan that run this company um and and let's come up with something that would be really great uh, for people who have either a sweating problem, maybe they serve in the tropics, they work where there's a lot of humidity and they just want to have better shirts well uh the missionaries in barranquilla Columbia first heard about these, uh, and then it sort of spread throughout the mission because if you had, back then the company was called Wicca Sweat, uh, if you had a Wicca sweatshirt, then you you were like, oh man, that's awesome. I need one. And then they tell two people, and they tell two people until it became popular there. Then other missionaries heard about it. Um, their their sales in 2020, even though it was a pandemic year, went up 700 percent. There are now eight 
employees that are full-time working for the andcollar.com. Again, you'll find a link at theculturalhall.com. They've expanded into ties, pants, socks, and shoes. It's not just missionaries anymore, uh, and you can find them, like I say, online. Or if you're here local in the Intermountain West, you can go to a Mr. Mac or other LDS missionary emporium stores Whoa, to be able to get their carry them, huh? to get their shirts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Pretty so cool. if it's if it's a hot day and you're driving to church, you know, and you have one o'clock church and your black SUV has been hot, you don't have to like get um, tissue and paper napkins and put it under your arms while you drive to church and then take it out. Right. Nope. Gone are the days. Thank you, and caller. I, I sort I sort of wish that they would have kept Wicca sweat because then it's like this internal religious conflict between Wicca and Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints and who's going to win? It's good and right. evil, that kind of thing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, one other story, just about missionaries, real quick. Uh, it came out that if you are uh, a missionary, you're going to be serving as a missionary, uh, but you say, "Hey, you know what? That vaccination not for me against the COVID nineteen." The church is saying, perfectly fine, but you're going to stay in the country from which you're from. So that's stateside, and that is missionaries from any country, anywhere across the world, at least for the time being. If you are saying vaccination, nope, then they're saying, cool, we hope you like where you live, because that's where you'll be serving. So I don't know if you've seen this, the historic sites, uh, the historic closures of church historic sites will be uh, undone. So starting next month. Uh, in May, as COVID-19 restrictions continue to ease, uh, they'll begin phased reopening. So uh, welcome guests at 22 of our attractions from uh, the Their cradle attractions of Mormonism. Now? Yeah, they called them attractions. I, I uh, wish, just a quick pause, can you imagine if we had like a roller coaster at, it's the Grand Impress roller coaster, yeah! I just saw people walking out of like the Joseph Smith home with like a T-shirt. I survived the, you know, and like a, a big sucker, you know, the great big yeah. lollipop thing that they bought. It's a, it'd be a <laughs> it'd be a log flume. I feel like at one of these places, right? Like, oh yeah. Like ride the log flume down the Susquehanna River and see where the priesthood was restored, and then and people trying to throw tar on you as you're ah. <laughs> That would have to be in Ohio, but I, yeah, I mean, it's a good point. <laughs> uh, We're going to get in so, trouble for that. I just want everyone to know. <laughs> Attractions, uh, terrible. Huh? Attractions. Uh, okay. So from upstate New York to Ohio, Missouri, Illinois, Utah, and California, we'll have sites that will begin uh, opening to visitors. That's pretty cool. I'm, I, you know, I'm sad that the church history tour that was supposed to be with us and the folks over at Camorra Tours uh, this summer, it got sort of thrown askew because, you know, well, everything, COVID. everything with COVID and then being on a bus with a bunch of people felt particularly unsafe. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's too bad, but I'm glad to hear that some people will be able to see it. And man, I, I don't know if you feel this way too, Brother Kyle, but seeing how many people are just itching to get out of town for any reason. Like national oh, yeah. parks are already crazy. You see the airport is opening up quite a bit. Uh, even here locally, you know, in Salt Lake, I can tell that uh, people are coming to visit Salt Lake just to get out of wherever they're from. Both uh, neighbors of my house are uh, Airbnbs, and there have been people there constantly for the last couple yeah. of months. Uh, I've traveled a bit just around the state here and the out-of-state license plates that you see in places in southern Utah mm -hmm. uh, is predominant over probably local plates often that I've seen. Really? So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what else do you have? Um, so the LDS Church. Heard uh, of them? They embrace or they work with the UN actually. That's um, the United in, Nations. The United Nations, uh, in some of their their world efforts to, uh, in hunger and uh, medication, you know, things like this that we supply, uh, there are some members that see this global group at the UN, that is the United Nations, as satanic. So members of United it. Nations that think that no the members church? of the church that oh. think that you, the United Nations is satanic. Huh. And they view it not as a vehicle for bringing food, shelter, and health care to those in need, but rather as an evil force bent on world domination. 
Well, or the New World Order, as we used to call it back in the 80s. I would Not be, to be confused with New Order, yeah. but New World Order. Or the New World Order from WWF, which is now WWE, which was like right. a whole subgenre of wrestling. I mean, like, Don't can, even get me yeah. started on them. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Because now when I look up WWF, when I want to see what the Ultimate Warrior is up to, I find that it's the World Wildlife Federation, and I have to donate $10 to pandas just because I think they're so cute. And every right. time I click there, it's like my history knows to take me there, so I'll donate more money. Why can't we just keep things in the way we are? Why can't we Mormons just keep things the way that they were named? Like the BLM. Yeah. Yeah. You know... The Bureau of Land Management has seen yes. a significant loss in its donations now that Black Lives Matter has taken it on. Oh, I thought they'd receive more donations. They've received more donations. <laughs> donated. Uh, anyway. Uh, you know, all, all that joking aside, when, when Black Lives Matter first came on and the, the posters I saw were BLM, I really did. And I think we talked about this in an old article of yes. news. I really did. It took me a quick second, and I so I do, I'm not disparaging the organization Black Lives Matter or Bureau of Land Management, but I did look at the posters, and it just said BLM and whatever the other part was, and I was like, what possibly does the Bureau of Land Management have to do with this cause? <laughs> I just didn't and, know. And I would see it and think, boy, what has happened today? Yeah. With you know, in the news that something has causes upheaval with land management. Yeah. Uh, you know, is there another bear's ear situation? Yeah. And it's the lead story again today? Nope. Something very different. So we digress. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, even recall what we were talking about. Anyway, some Latter-day Saints are not happy about the church's uh, UN ties, United Nations ties. And, uh, to many of them, the global body is a communist front hmm. or worse, a symbol for what they call biblical antichrist. Hmm. Mm. So I, I will let you all decide on that. Uh, I mean, we've got a lot of stories, right? So I want to hit just a couple things. It's Women's Conference this weekend. Uh, if people want to attend that, I have yet another very helpful list of eight things that you need to know about <laughs> Women's Conference, Brother Kyle. Okay. Are you ready for all this? Right. Uh, it will be, if you listen to this when they're immediately released, you still have a day. Otherwise, it's in the past, but you can still get them. Here are eight things that you need to know. The conference is all digital. It's available online. There are both free and paid experiences. Uh, it's going to also be available in Spanish and Portuguese. This is the first time that members from all five organization presidencies will speak at BYU Women's Conference, that being the General Presidency of the Relief Society, Young Women, the Primary General Presidency, Sunday School President, and Young Men General President, all going to speak at Women's Conference. Uh, all sessions will be recorded and can be watched on demand through September 30th. So I'm excited for next week's Articles of News when we hear the ones that are worth watching and the ones that you don't need to waste your time. Not waste your time, but you'd go, well, I didn't hear very much about that. Uh, Sister Sherry Dew's keynote is address is available, uh, and you can be able to check that out. Number seven is music will come from around the world. And number eight. There will be a special service broadcast uh, that was uh, shared from Sister Wendy Nelson and Sister Mary Edmonds uh, that you can be able to find online. For all information about the Women's Conference, you can go to womensconference.byu.edu. And while we're going through quick news, let me give you these two stories as well. D. Michael Quinn was once among Mormonism's, Mormonism's most celebrated historians, uh, lauded for his memory, work ethic, and charisma, has passed away. He was one of the famed September Six, a group of six individuals who, actually not a group, they were six individuals who in uh, September of 1993 all found themselves excommunicated from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. D. Michael Quinn uh, authored 10 various books uh, in and around the church. He was 77 years old uh, when he passed. He, according to this article in the Salt Lake Tribune, uh, published Critical Contradictions in Church History 
but the historian was not a critic. And you can find a link to that at theculturalhall.com. And then finally this, and by finally this, I just mean of this little short news block of things that I'm telling you, uh, new DI, Deseret Industries. You're thinking, what, is it Burley, Idaho? Is it Elko, Nevada? Is it Salt Lake City, Utah? Houston, Texas. Whoa. Get a rope. Wonder if they have any hats there. Yeah. yeah Ten yes. gallon, no, five gallon hats. No. They got 27 gallon hats, so you can lay it up in store for several months. Wow. Very good. Thank well you. Well played. Thank you. Uh, what <laughs> else do you have? Uh, a sex therapist who had her membership withdrawn recently for publicly and repeatedly opposing the church's doctrines, policies, and leaders on sexual issues uh, is fighting her removal. Uh, mm. Natasha Helfer addressed her appeal to the governing pr- first presidency. Uh, she said, I'm sad that the membership council decided to proceed not only without me uh, being able to personally share my thoughts on my defense, uh, she wrote, but also being willing to meet with them uh, with the six witnesses that had been a- approved prior to the council. So uh, I feel that often when they fight, when when this happens, as you mentioned earlier, when people are uh, excommunicated and so on, they wear it more as a, of a badge of honor and they don't fight it where she's fighting it to uh, retain her membership. Yeah. So so a couple things, because we haven't talked about this in uh, in cultural halls, articles of news yet at all. Uh, a couple of things. Um, one, people will know that I have been excommunicated and then brought back into the church. So I have a unique perspective as far as that goes. It's an interesting thing. When you get excommunicated, um, the idea is uh, you go in, you're with the uh, high counselors and the stake presidency, right? They say, what have you done, essentially? And you say, there's this and this. And they can ask any and whatever questions around it. Then you sort of go away for a time, and then you come back in and they tell you uh, what they've decided. Now, I guess in this particular instance, what had happened is uh, a vigil had started to gather for Natasha uh, outside of this particular stake center. This was a stake that she used to live in, but no longer lived in. Stake presidency said, hey, you need to come do this. She gathered her notes on her phone. She wanted to have her phone out so she could be able to read her notes. Um, The people in the stake presidency uh, said, hey, you know what? We would really like you to leave your phone because they didn't want it to be recorded. She said, my notes are on my phone. They said, no phones. She said, but I got my phone. And then they ended up sort of uh, allowing her to be out. As I understand, those who were there for the vigil were asked by the police to leave. And then a couple of days later, she finds out that she is excommunicated. Now, the, the hard thing that I found in the particular instance when I was excommunicated is... The premise of excommunication is you go in, plead your case, if you will, and then the the uh, brethren in the room decide. And they decide, um, prompted by the spirit and being able to, you know, discuss and discern among everyone in the room. And so when, because <clears throat> an opportunity for me to appeal my excommunication um, was afforded, I thought, well, what what how do you how do you do that? Because what you're essentially doing yeah. is saying, listen, these fifteen people weren't following the spirit. Did someone else follow the spirit for them, or they're clearly not doing it right. There there was something, and I don't know that I'm explaining it as well as I would like, but there was something that seemed like you were missing the point of excommunication at the point that you challenged it. I'm not saying that that's what Natasha Natasha's doing. I'm just saying that for me, when it was like hey, if you appeal this, it just sort of, it's an outward sign that you don't really trust or follow or have faith in the spirit of what this meeting is. And so I found that particularly frustrating and and, and difficult to deal with because, like, I didn't feel like I should be excommunicated, but I felt like if I took it to the next level and said, hey, not fair, that then I was just being more of a rabble roser, more of a, you know, a person that they'd have to keep an eye on. And so it's a tricky, terrible position. I know for Natasha, lots of uh, other therapists are kind of like, well, I mean, from a clinical point of view, they have to, if they have to do things according to the science and how practices uh, and, and how practice and, and, or the, the research and study is shared. And so, you know, they can't say or immediately just adopt some of the church things because the church takes moral standing, not a clinical standing on things. So, yeah. so, I, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, if, if she appeals, for sure. Sounds like she is. 
um, but to see if anything comes of it. I know you like trash TV, uh, brother I Kyle. Love it. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure if this is trash TV, but I know it's on TLC, so it's for whatever it's worth. Um, it's a show called The Blended Bunch. Have you watched this? I have. I've seen the promos for it, but I haven't watched it. So uh, this is Erica and Spencer Shemwell, and they each have three kids, and they're called The Blended Bunch. It's a docuseries over on TLC. The couple got married in 2019 after losing their first uh, spouses, to which I immediately thought, well, what happens if they find them? But what I found out <laughs> is that... <laughs> Stupid. See, if I would have said that, you would have said, oh, now just got to edit that out. <laughs> Where are they? Uh, uh, Erica's husband, Tony, died in 2016 after a long battle with cancer. Spencer's bride, Amy, passed away suddenly in a car accident in 2017. So though I made a joke, I recognize this was yeah. a tragedy in their lives. And it sounds like, though, on the other side of it, that they have been able to to, to find uh, fortune and love. Now I misspoke. Uh, it it is not it is not uh, three and three like the original uh, Brady Bunch. It is eleven kids. Erica oh, good had heavens. Erica had <laughs> oh good heavens. Uh, Erica had seven kids, while Spencer had four children. Uh, this article is all about whether or not these are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, to which I say, watch two seconds of it, and you'll know very quickly whether or not they're members of the church. How is he going to afford 11 kids and a maid on an architect's salary? <laughs> Alice, we're not going to be able to pay you for a while. <laughs> I hope the butcher's taking care of you because money's not coming in here. Uh, what other stories do you have? Uh, that's it. Okay. All, all right. Well, then I've got to just plow through these. How about, uh, well, I'll save that one. Uh, there's a new volume of the Joseph Smith Papers. We're going to have someone on from the Joseph Smith Papers uh, in oh, the coming yeah. week or so to tell us about some of the highlights as far as that goes. Uh, the church has been doing a ton with the Navajo Nation and the organization Dig Deep to bring water into the homes um, that lack basic indoor plumbing uh, in remote areas of reservations in New Mexico, Utah, and Arizona. Uh, quote, we recognize that there are certain human conditions or basic needs that need to be met for an individual to grow and fulfill their divine purpose, and water is one of those basic needs. One of the greatest um, impacts that has, has occurred during the pandemic is those that are on... Um, reservation property, those Native Americans that um, have found themselves either without resources or with uh, conditions that would promote the spread of the pandemic, uh, one of the hardest hit places. So uh, the church has partnered up, given money uh, and a lot of assistance with the organization Dig Deep. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, there is... New work, and you'll see uh, a lot of this, I think, in the remainder of 2021, where the research that came out from the church, they did sort of an online survey and asked people about singles in the church. Specifically, it was geared towards uh, old, older singles, right? 31 plus. Um, I think some would call those the mid-singles or the elder singles. You know, what, what can the church do? More members of the church find themselves into be those uh, mid-single or just single adult status rather than married when you look at the church as a whole. Um, and so there's been a couple of things that have been pretty cool moves in that area. One is that um, the, the church has released uh, a bunch of information, including uh, tools on the, the church's website um, to assist in not only uh, calling uh, single adults uh, to these various callings that have recently been opened up, but also in being able to be sensitive to the needs of single adults and not treating them like their life doesn't start until they get married. Um, so a huge focus as far as that goes. And then also, uh, for the first time ever, you've heard of these face-to-face -face events uh, like they do them for the youth, they did them for the primary, they've done them for the young single adults. Well, coming up on the uh, 13th of June at 4 p.m., it is going to be a face-to-face -face for single adults 31 and older. Elder Anderson of the Quorum of the Twelve, 
uh, President Gene Bingham and Sister Sharon Eubank um, will be the other speakers for this. Uh, as I mentioned, single adults comprise more than 50% of the church's membership. And so there you will see for the remainder of this year and hopefully in perpetuity, uh, attention being played to the single adults. Single adults like you, Brother Good. Kyle. Yes, thank you. you. Finally. Yes. What do you need? What can we help with? What do you need? Nothing. No? No. Well, you're, you're not going to get your needs met by saying nothing. No. What needs do I have as a single adult? None. Honestly. I'm I'm too old. I'm not considered a single adult anymore. Are you single? Yes. Okay. Are you an adult? Well... <laughs> Not me- not mentally, physically. How old's your body? Physically, yes. But, you know, it seems like they concentrate on people, you know, 23, as they start to become old maids. Those are young single adults, well, Kyle. Well, then 31. Yeah. Then okay. they really start to look at. And once they reach 40, they give up. Yeah, yeah. Just Lost like cause. you did. Just like you did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a couple other stories. Uh, if you want to know um, some of the cool, cool things that are going on with the uh, temple renovation in downtown Salt Lake, you can find a link to it at theculturalhall.com. They built a tunnel, tunnel, oh. tunnel underneath North Temple. So now you can go in a tunnel from Temple Square to the conference center. So you don't have to be among the common folk up above ground. You can go between the uh, different places under the, the road. It looks pretty cool. It looks like... Yeah, if, if you want to risk your life for a, a little bit of privacy uh, when you live on an earthquake zone, go yeah. for it. Yeah, sure. Thanks, I'll walk on the listen, sidewalk. It, it's fortified. Plus, there are lots of tunnels. If you didn't know this, I think from where the prophet lives to the uh, church office building, there's a tunnel. Uh, I've heard that, yeah. There, there's the tunnel from the church office building to all the different parts of Temple Square, so they can just walk underground. To me, I just would, like, I, I'd like to go walking in meadows of clover and gather the blossom, arm, gathered, arm armfuls of blossoms. Ar- yeah, armfuls of, of, of clovers, and, of which is a lot of clover, this, and that's I, just going to fall. It seems pretty you know, greedy. So small. Hey, pal, yeah. leave some clovers for somebody else. That's what I always wanted to share. In that song. Find the link for that at theculturalhall.com. Uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and the Ho'ola Na Pua uh, organization have uh, combined to support the Bromley Family Pearl Haven Campus. This is an organization um, that um, helps those children ages 11 to 17, who have been sexually exploited. It's a residential treatment center in Hawaii, and uh, the church gave them $400,000. I thought that was cool. Uh, The theme of this show has been lists, so we'll wrap it out in a list after this last story. I've got a new sounder for us. We've got Mormons Behaving Badly. This is Mormons Behaving Badly. And here is this. According to Cape Girardeau, Girardeau, it's a county, uh, prosecuting attorney Mark Welker, Christopher Pritchard, 45, a homeless Cape Girardeau man, uh, is being charged with first-degree property damage motivated by discrimination in addition to second-degree arson. He burned a church down, and it is burnt. Burnt, 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 burnt. This is in Missouri. Uh, I've seen the jokes online that Christopher Pritchard is the great, great, great grandson of Lilburn Boggs, but I can't prove that yet. I haven't looked at his ancestry, uh, his family tree, but I, I appreciated the humor, the inside Mormon humor that we do when we do things like that. Uh, he's going to be charged with a hate crime. It is a shell of a building. It is sad, sad for the people there. Um, the chapel absolutely burned. You can tell where each of the rooms are. There's a, a top-down shot, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's where the church is. That's clearly the Relief Society room. Um, yeah. But just sad for the people there in southeast Missouri. And he is, in fact, being charged with a hate crime. And then because we started with a list, we're ending with a list, Brother Kyle. I, I appreciate you indulging me. Here are seven underappreciated historical figures that everyone should know. Are you ready for this? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, several of these are members of the church. One, 
Simon Bamberger. Now you hear that name and you think, well, wait a minute. He's a native of Germany. Bamberger emigrated from Europe to New York as a teenager. A string of bad luck and happenstance brought him to Utah. Well, you and everybody else, Simon. <laughs> Uh, where he invested in hotels and then later a mine. He continued to work, uh, raised funds to build a railroad connecting other mines that he'd invested into. Uh, admiring his industrious spirit and civic duty, Bamberger's friends who were members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints urged him to run for governor, and he was. So he obviously not a member of the church. But we go on. Green Flake, do you know who that is? And the Bamberger Railroad. So actually, I I knew and appreciated Mr. Bamberger. Green Flake? Not brother. Green Flake, yeah, not brother. Green Flake uh, was born a slave in North Carolina. Uh, He ended up dying a free man and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But Flake's owner, James Madison Flake, joined the church after meeting Mormon missionaries. The Flakes moved along with their slaves to Nauvoo, then to Winter Quarters, according to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints history website. Before they made the trek west, the Flakes, along with two other Mississippi families, sent their slaves ahead to prepare the way and the destination. Flake was a pioneer, even for the pioneers. He drove the first wagon into Emigration Canyon and was one of the first pioneers to arrive in the Salt Lake Valley. Uh, In fact, by the time Brigham Young had arrived, Flake had already planted crops. That's who Grain Flake is, member of the church. There's a movie that's coming out about him. Later this summer, we'll actually visit with Molly oh, Bonner. Really? Yeah, it's super cool. And he's done a great job. Philo Farnsworth, you know who that is? I, I have heard the name, yeah. He's a beaver native, Philo Farnsworth, the American inventor, likely often given credit for inventing the television. Uh, he attended oh, BYU while still in high school. He was forced to drop out when his father died. Instead of pursuing his education, he worked to support his family. Uh, later, Farnsworth received funds himself to help him pursue his television dreams, and he successfully made his first electronic television transmission and filed a patent soon after. How about Thank you, Philo. How about Barney Clark? Do you know who that is? Uh, is this not a good one? Barney Clark. He was the world's first recipient of a permanent oh, artificial right. heart. Yeah. He was a dentist from Seattle. Uh, yeah. He suffered from congestive heart disease that had progressed to the point that he was not a candidate for a heart transplant. He did, he agreed to become the first recipient of the Jarvik 7, which if you're going to get a fake heart, have it be the Jarvik 7. He received that artificial heart implementation, implantation and uh and and, and so let it be said, let it be written. He is uh Famous when for you that? said Barney, Barney Clark, I thought for some reason serial killer, <laughs> and so, so I was worried where you're going with that one. It does, it does a little bit, right? How about Ivy Baker Priest? That name no. sound familiar? Nope. Uh, history says that she was born in 1905. Priest was a pioneer of her own right. She forged a successful political career during a time when it was uncommon for women to seek careers, let alone hold political office. Uh, serving as U.S. Treasurer under Dwight D. Eisenhower. Priest was a voice for women throughout her life. Ivy Baker Priest. How about John Beck, not the football player? You know who that is? Uh, no. He's a native of Germany either. who joined the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in his youth. He immigrated to Utah in 1864. He settled in Lehigh. His property eventually became the high-producing Bullion Beck Mine, which made Beck both rich and prominent in the area. Uh, He constructed the first Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Eureka, Utah. Uh, He and fellow German countrymen, uh, let's see, decided to immigrate to Utah and, and were some of the pioneers in Utah Natural Oil Resources, a uh, member of the church. And then finally, uh, if you are a Patreon saint, you are able to go back and listen to this interview with number seven of people that you should know, Mia Love, uh, former, yep. former mayor, former congresswoman, Mia Love, the daughter of Haitian immigrants. Mia Love was not a shoe-in for U.S. Congress, born in New York. She was a theater major in Connecticut. She came to Utah after joining the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. She said, I got to move to Utah so I can be a part of the cultural hall. And, uh, uh, yeah, and I'll be a congressperson. Uh, That is a list of seven underappreciated historical figures that you should know about. And that is your Articles of News. Brother Kyle, we hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body.
It has. And I hope that if anyone is sick or afflicted, you'll be well and you can listen next week. And let your name and I's husband give you a blessing if you're sick or afflicted. If he's around, he'll do it. Crying out loud, do it. Yeah. Why were you so obstinate, Kyle? Seriously. <sighs> and then when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. In the meantime, we'll be saving a seat for you, Ken Williams. On the back row of the Cultural Hall. Save me a seat, it's sure to be neat. On the back 